The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. You guys are going to totally like enjoy it. Before we get started, let me uh, introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who is having great difficulty with little Brandy Star because she keeps knocking the pole that holds the camera. Because she wants to be down here with us, you know, and I can't resist her because she's so adorable. And like she said to me in Bark Talk, she went, ruff, 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 ruff. And that meant I haven't been on your show in two weeks, you old fag. I mean, that's disrespectful for her to say that to her dad. That's but right. Hey, everybody out there, we have had a week of weeks. And you can with, go into that in one With minute. all kinds of goodies. Now he's got to introduce Chad. And, and then we, then the chat room. And the chat room and his sister's So what's ass. up? So what's up, Chad? How's everything going? What's going on, Jimbo and Ron? Ron speaks pretty good dog. Yes, he does speak good dog. You know what I just said to you, Chad? I have no idea. Get laid. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> also, we want to give a shout out to the chat room. What's up, chat room? Lots of people in there. And unfortunately, it scrolls so fast, I can't see everybody. But we want to give a shout out to uh, Irish Ginger from the uh, Ginger Irish Show. Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 o'clock on W4CY. Jimmy McQuarrie from the Aquarius View, I see in the chat room. And that's theaquariusview.com or at the Aquarius View. Lady Lake Cindy Diadamo. So Lady Lake Cindy's in there. Zar Drew is in there. Uh, oh, it went so fast, I'm not sure. But but everybody else, if I missed you, will I'll, I'll do some shout-outs. I, I don't know. I only can see I like three or four at a time. Chinzia. Chinzia, if you're in there, do something. Tickle. No way. Quick. So what's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. Good to show, good to show, We've good to show. got hip-hop rocker Drew Ross coming on, and his his press release actually went through the roof. It would be like he like he was like Eminem or something. So like it's uh, going to be really fun well, having like him Snickers on the show. or Milky Way. <laughs> Do you not even know what Eminem is? An Eminem is a candy that I adore. I know. That's also the name but of I a like famous musician. <laughs> I, I, really, I really don't care about the musician. You see, if the, I know you love the candy. No, if, if the musician like left the planet and went to Mars to live, I couldn't care less. Mars is also a candy bar. Well, wait a minute, I know that. But the Eminem but the, but the candies, I would be devastated. I love the Eminem peanut inside candy. Oh, I, I love that. But I don't need it anymore. I know there's a lot of High Strung Movie fans tuned in today, too. So we want to give a shout-out to Michael Damien's High Strung Movie. Uh, it's on Netflix, and it's on stores, and it's on every digital download site. And now it's in Redbox, even. Notice so, how he cut my M&M subject. Oh, off. go back to it. Okay. No, no, no. That's okay. Anyway, it, it's super great. And uh, it says your mic is low. So, like, you need to my turn your mic, mic up. My mic is low. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike, I'm low. 
There you go. That's the very first ball all the way to the top. All the way to the top. You have to go the little knobble all the way to the top. There you go. Not too much. California, I had. There you go. That better, Chad? We had engineers that did this. Thank you. Okay, good. I'm I'm waiting for him to give me a broom and say sweep. That's what what this shows all about. You can do that. You can get a vacuum. (laughs) With the broom. Also, then our second guest, you guys, we've got uh, Nick Tuckman, who was Sunshine on Deadliest Catch on the Discovery Channel. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys are going to enjoy it today. And we want to tell you a little bit about our weekend before our first guest comes on because we had a really, we've had a good week. Before we get into that, Drew, Drew King, is Danae around? If he is, tell him to come and watch or listen. Sophia Loren, the actress, is doing a, I guess, a world tour or some kind of a tour where she's going a to all the, a book tour where she's going to all the various states and she's talking about her cookbook or whatever book, her own book, whatever book. The, they always got some bullshit book. Anyway, Danae went to see Sophia. And because he impersonates her as when he's Liz Lauren, I've spoken about Liz Lauren all the time. She's my dearest friend, and probably the best you know uh, illusionist out there. Anyway, he portrays Sophia Loren. Now, on my laptop in the kitchen is a picture of Renee Taylor and Joe Bologna, who I know, and Sophia Loren in the middle, who I worked with. And my daughter Leslie passed by and she said, oh, my God, I'm surprised that Danae put that picture up of himself. He looks terrible. <laughs> and I said, Leslie, that's not Danae. That's the real Sophia Loren. Well, she was shocked. She said, Danae looks more like Sophia <clears throat> than Sophia looks like Sophia. Drew says he's in a lecture <laughs> right now. Oh, she's always in the lecture, that bullshit artist lecture my ass. Anyway, she's a, in a lecture. She's probably in some hotel with a hot trick. Anyway, like well, Liz, Liz, Liz Lauren's a little loose. No, she's not. <laughs> Don't say that. You're I gonna, just, like, create, you always start to create controversy and wars among people. No, just with Liz. <laughs> just Liz. I love Liz Lauren, and he knows it. He knows I love him. But, you know, this is what gay people do. We tease each other that way. It's called camping and dishing. Okay. Anyway, anyway my dog has something on him. Wait a minute. I'm feeling something on him. Maybe it's a tick. It's not a tick. It's got like a knot. I got to pull it off. Wait. He's got knots. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandy. It's knots. He's got knots. No, it's not a knot. It's an object. He probably like ran into Far a tree. Far like so, Anyway. Something. Anyway, so, we're on the air, so let's go. So he went to see Sophia Loren, and he got a picture, a big poster of her, blah, blah, blah. And now he's been invited to uh, Lake Cuomo in Italy for a um, something she's doing. But he's going as Liz Lauren. So when the media, the press see her as Liz, they're going to think that's Sophia. Now we have to find out what Sophia Loren's reaction is going to be when herself walks up to herself. Because Danae looks more like Sophia than Sophia does. I'm, I'm excited about that. Anyway, um, I do love Liz Lauren. I love her so much that I talk about her all the time. But I have to be bitchy because that's what drag queens do. They are very bitchy <laughs> among each other. Like most women are, catty and bitchy. Women keep it to themselves they think it like if they go to a wedding excuse me and somebody comes in in a gorgeous gown they'll right away turn around and say oh really her hips needed those sequins oh her push-up she's got nothing in her top nothing at all but nipples amazing how she gets those nipples to look like cleavage you know women say that crap or they say wow she has such a gorgeous husband he must have been blind to marry that ugly bitch so we drag queen. No, I'm not a drag queen. We illusionists do that. We tease each other. We say silly shit. 
Anyway, anyway, go ahead. That's that. That's the whole so, point. So, okay. So, everybody, listen. We've had a great week. It's been really good. Lots of great things going on in the world of Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell. Uh, number one, Saturday night, we were in New York. We went to the birthday party of the original cowboy from the it's Village fun to People. Stay at the YMCA. Yes, Randy Jones. It was his birthday. We had the a great time um, at a really cool club. I don't even remember the name of it, but it was on Hudson Street in New York City, and it was a above lot of fun. it was a great restaurant that we loved. Everybody should go there. The pricing was just right. The food was really good, and it's called Bill's. Something. It's I, don't, on, I don't remember what it was called. It's, in, it's on Hudson Street, right below... 675 Fort. Hudson Street. Right. It's called Bill's... Bill's... Uh, I don't know what it was. The fuck do I know? Anyways, Bill's something. So while we were at Randy Jones' birthday party, it was a thrill for me because we went with our great friend Eileen, Eileen Shapiro, mm-hmm. who uh, we went Pinky, to Fire Island a couple Pinky. weeks before, and right. we had a really good time. And then while we were there, uh, which Ron didn't know who he was, but I got to meet Aaron Paul, everybody. And Aaron Paul was one of the singers in one of my favorite boy bands called Worlds Apart. And uh, so it was a lot of fun to meet him. And we're going to have him coming on the show soon because he's got new music Meanwhile, coming out. He's on my Facebook and all my things. And he's like my best friend now. We really bonded. It's amazing what we can do with this media crap. Other than, you know, like Trump, uh, what's the other one's name? Clinton. Other than those stupid jerks fighting all the time. You know, you can make a beautiful world if you do beautiful stuff on all of this media. And you you guys, can really make the world pretty. So follow A. Paul Music, you guys. He's a really cool guy, and I was just really – it made my whole night getting to meet him and hang out with him. We had a really good time. So he'll be coming on the show. And, and – Ma- What's his name was there? The TV um, – I don't know what he is. I guess interviewer. I forgot his name. But you see pictures of him on my Facebook page. Michael Musto. Michael Musto, of course. How could I forget Michael Musto? He's like one of the most famous gay people in the world. Right, and he's old as I am, so I should know him. <laughs> he's from my day, as they say. Anyway, he's, also then, besides... Wait, wait, wait. Michael and I both greeted Columbus when he came to this country. Yeah. What are you going to say, Jimmy? What are you going to say, Jimmy? What are you going to say, Jimmy? I'm going to go next. We have lots of stuff to cover. I know. So so also then we want to give a special shout out to Eileen Shapiro, everybody. Uh, She did some articles for us for some different publications. Uh, Ron and I, uh, anybody who goes to getoutmag.com, you can see we're on the cover of Get Out Magazine. And the headline is Jimmy and Ron, let's campaign for them to host the Emmys next year. And uh, we're on the cover. It's one of the best nightclub gay nightlife magazines in uh, New York City. throughout every borough in New York and New York State and New York City. It's the largest gay publication and Jimmy and I are on the cover. Of and there's a I'm great thrilled. article inside so it's really cool so we want to thank Get Out Magazine for uh, putting us on the cover and thank Eileen for writing the article. Then we've the also got, got an article in the Huffington Post. Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell, the stars of the biggest internet TV radio show in the world. It's in the Huffington Post which is one of the biggest Actually, biggest media publications I think yeah, that there an, is. An important piece of paper. <laughs> and from now on, everyone, because of all these wonderful covers we're on, I insist that you call me Mr. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that's really well, cool. Well, how about Sir Mr. Russell? If you guys are following uh, following me on Twitter, I'm posting it out all over the place because I want everybody to see well, it. So it's really cool. How about Your Majesty, yes. Mr. Russell? How about Your Majesty the Queen? <laughs> how about Go Fuck Yourself, wow. Jimmy Starr? <laughs> no, the, Your Majesty the Queen works better. No, I better. like Go Fuck Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so it's always a lot See, of fun. He makes me curse. I, I wasn't curse. gonna. I've been working on not cursing too, everybody, I in know. my regular everyday I life. I was not going to curse on today's show. Now, people have written me and asked me about these wristwatches. We don't have them as a sponsor. They are stupid. 
not to have him as a sponsor, have us as, no, to be our sponsor. I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I have to because you're my friends out there. They're called 49s. That's the name of them. And yes, I have them in a million colors. Today, I chose orange and black because I was kind of in a Halloween mood. And I wanted to get away from the summer colors. But they're $50, and they're in fine jewelry stores. And they're called 50 or 49, Jimmy? They 49. Should, well, they should sell then for 49. They do. Well, how come we, I paid 50? I don't know. You got ripped off. <laughs> a bu- a, well, I have about 50 of them. So a dollar each, I got ripped 50 off. off. a lot of money. Also, anyway, we want to give a shout out. Goddess, I think Goddess showed up in the chat room. I'm pretty sure that's Goddess who's in there. And I don't know who I've already said hi to. but And Brandy showed up. We want to give another shout out to Iris from Germany because she's like one of my favorite people and in the world and Lady Lake Music. Okay, you you got Brandy, you got to go someplace, honey. No, she's on. Give her a minute. Like everybody, hey, everybody, this everybody is Brandy, give Brandy can some see. attention. Brandy, so can me. you bark for us? <laughs> <laughs> going to get the other one to come down here and then they're going to tear everything apart. Kisses, I got kisses. There you go. No, the other one comes down. I'm leaving. And they're all saying yes, Mr. Russell. Oh, thank you. You the washes should be sixty (laughs) dollars. You're fast learners. No, seriously, I would love it if they would be our sponsor because we genuinely love them. Deirdre's got a bunch. We gave her. My daughter Leslie's got a bunch. She's shaking the. We all have them. And Jimmy's got a bunch. I mean, we have like a fortune in these friggin' watches. And I think that. they sh- some, everybody should contact them and say, you know, be on the Jimmy Star Show as their sponsor. We need a sponsor. When we get to California, we're really in big league stuff. We're going to have a studio with people working in it. We're going to have lights. You know, we're going to have cameras in action. And we're going to need money. They say she's adorable. She is. So we're going to need a sponsor. Right, Brandy Star? Brandy. Give daddy kisses. Listen to that. All right. So anyway, you guys, um, again, uh, check out all the things. Follow us on Twitter. Follow at Ron Russell Show, at Jimmy Star Show, and at Dr. Jimmy Star on Twitter. You'll see the links to all the different new magazine articles. I think there's another one that's going to be coming out soon. And um, and well, what's Eileen's book called? Precious Little Devils? Precious Little Devils. It's, it's a good and, book. And if you guys want to read a great book, get Precious Little Devils. There I you read go. it. I read it. It's a fast and easy read. Now, my daughter Leslie has it. She swiped it on me. Um because, you know, things disappear. You have children. Don't things disappear? Suddenly what's yours becomes theirs, and they decide what to do with it and where it should go. So I got to put chains on that book because Eileen did a gorgeous inscription inside, and I'm not about to lose that book. There you go. also want to thank everybody who downloaded my short story, Devil's Bluff. Uh, this weekend we were giving it away on Amazon for free for the last five days, and it went to number one in Amazon Best Short Stories. So thank you, everybody, for downloading it and leaving reviews. We appreciate it. And for everybody who was helping me, uh, everybody who was helping me promote it, promote that on uh, on Twitter and Facebook, and everybody, thank you, especially you, Iris. You were like totally rocked. You and Marie Soap fan, which I don't know if she's See, in the chat. I won't or not. read that book because it's full of sex, violence. No, it's not. Vulga- Say it this way; they buy it. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> You know, Jimmy, you have no no, no brains. No pr- got brains up your ass, and you're sitting on your brains. Oh, now I blew the whole thing. If I would have said it's full of sex, and, and they, people are going to buy it. Don't you get it? Oh, is my cousin Chinzia in that friggin' no. chat room? She's, you know, oh, by the way, we've sold the house. We're in contract, everybody. So now we have a move-out date of December 4th. Second. Second, that's what I said. <laughs> December 2nd. And I want to see my, see my cousin. One cousin lives in Italy. My cousin Chinzia's daughter. Her son is a big like general in the army in Washington. 
everybody's getting together in a couple of weeks and I want to get together with my kids. They've never met Jimmy. So we're trying to get a date. It's impossible when you're in our business. It's totally impossible to make a private light date. Now, that's probably private life date. Now, I'm also, I warned everybody about Angie, my Angie Voigt, my little Angelina Jolie. I told you she was divorcing Brad Pitt months ago, I said it. And everybody went, oh, he's full of shit. Well, unfortunately, Angie threw him out. She put detectives on him and found him screwing everything that had a hole. And Angie don't go for that crap. And I know her that well. Angie is a diehard, dedicated person that when she loves, she loves tremendously deep and hurts very easily. And when she hurts, she just runs, which most of us do. So please don't turn against, against Angie because the press is starting to do that. They're doing yeah, horrible like things. I like, like they have a picture of Brad Pitt, gorgeous, with a thin body, looking healthy. And then they said that was before Angie. And then they have one of him drunk and horrible. And they said that's after Angie. So don't go for that crap and don't gang up on Angie. Hey, true. Hold on, hold on, everybody. Here we go. Ah, here we go. How are we doing? I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get the camera. There we go. We're doing good. How are you? Wonderful. Looking good, gentlemen. All good. right. Good. Just my goodness, Ron, you're the silver fox, baby. Yeah, and it's, and it's all mine. That's what's good. <laughs> Looking gorgeous. Thank you. You too. You look like a Van Dyke. Hey, I'll take it. You know, cigar, you, he's too young. Years ago, there was a cigar box, and it was called Van Dyke. And they were all the peer, people from that period where they looked like the Three Musketeers. Oh, uh, okay. And they were on the cover. And he, with his hair and his beard like that, he looks like a Dutch Van Dyke. I mean, so or, that's a compliment. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take you, baby. I could have left the van off. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> all right, it so. would not have been a compliment at all, would it? Yeah, I was watching the show the other day. My goodness, that you got a one huge copy bug, my friend. Yes, he does. We've the always, signature bug. We both got them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have cream soda in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's drinking cream soda in that quantity. After a while, it tastes like bourbon. <laughs> Is that some visualization at work? Yes, that works. <laughs> Hold on. We have to introduce him now. Oh, we have talking. to do the bullshit. So now we're going to make believe you just first came on. So smile and say, okay, or whatever. Okay, go, Jimmy, no, go. the TV show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wait, this is the part that we, this is the part that we start on our television show. Yeah, this is for the television show. So we open up with this. Here we go. Now let's be polite. All right, ready? All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, hip hop rocker Drew Ross. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for everybody viewing. It's just a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you so much. Let me introduce I, you well, go ahead to everybody, me. starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how oh, are you? Good. I think we're going to have a good show because you look like a guy that's a lot of fun. Oh, baby. We'll have fun all night long. I tell you that. Good, good, good. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Drew Ross. I like the back setting back there. That's cool. Hey, thank you. That is all thanks to Studio City Sound and Studio City. Looks good. Welcome to the show. Thank you, my friend. It's a pleasure. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody. It's a pleasure. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Where, so, are, where are you in studio? I know I lived in California for like thousands of years. Where, where in Studio City are you? Um, you know, uh, let me ask the audience. 
Hey, uh, Larry, how did, where are parts? Whitsitt and Moore Park. Whitsitt and Moore Park. Okay, so you're far from where I thought. I thought you'd be on Ventura Boulevard around the bend opposite uh, something, which is where the puppet people Hey, Larry, are. actually have Larry just stick his head in and say hi. Yeah, Larry, come say hi to the people. Is this Larry Weir? Get my main man in here. This is the man hey, of all the magic. Yeah. How are this, you, buddy? It's good. It's nice to meet you. And for everybody who d doesn't know, besides the fact that you're like a big music guru, uh, you're also Michael Damien's big brother, right? That's right. There oh, you go. We love Michael. <laughs> and, and the, Michael uh, Damien's older brother. Old, okay. Or oh. younger. I could have said younger, but I just oh, figured like. Me. I taught him all the dirty tricks. <laughs> Yeah, but Michael I don't. can't get into that. <laughs> Michael, Michael's as clean and pure as a Catholic Christian saint. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 all he does when he's with me is go, oh, Ron, oh, Ron. <laughs> I watched that interview, and uh, I, I'm sure that you shocked his wife, too, I'm sure, because she's here. Yeah. Actually, Janine was shaking it in the back in your interview. Ron had her all stirred up. Dirty <laughs> Janine is, when I call Janine the blonde, I don't even call Janine. It's Michael Damien and, and the blonde. It's like this in the, in the video. It was awesome. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm shocked at that kind of, <laughs> whatever. Janine's sister is the cool one. She's outrageously wild. I love her. What the hell is Hunter? Joe doing? Jamie. Joe Jamie. I swear it's like when I talk to them, it's like talking to Petticoat Junction with their names and I told them that. <laughs> we <laughs> love them. the Hazard Gang, you know. And we also love Rio. Not Rio. Rick Rico. Rico. Rico's a cool guy. I never but liked him, but it's okay. <laughs> you never liked Rico? Joking. Oh. <laughs> Come back. I want to talk about your mother. Come back. Larry, come back. Larry, Larry, come back. Oh, he'll come back. We'll bring him back in a minute. Wait, wait. Like just for one more second. Yeah, that's all right. Larry, come. Yeah, she was actually. What? She was actually on the show. My mom was on the show? Yeah. Did you yeah, know? Uh, uh, Michael called her. Larry. <laughs> she told me any of this stuff. I have to find out. From you know her. why he called her? My oh, family's from Genoa, one town away from where you guys came from. We're Genovese, just like you, and your mother's Genovese. So I spoke. I spoke to your mother in Zenese, which is the dialect. That's the dialect, yeah. Genovese. And nobody could understand any that. Of My whole life, never could understand anything. Tried it every time they wanted to talk bad about me. They spoke in that dialect. I'm still mad about it today. She, it's so funny. Because <laughs> no, because when they were talking to her, when Iran was talking to her on the show, millions of people were sitting there going, "What the heck are they saying?" <laughs> right. That's funny. I haven't heard that in a long time. That was the whole. Wow, even, that's that's that brings me way back. Even the Sestri Levante was a little fishing village where my grandfather. And we came Lee. from Pelli. Pelli is right next to Sestri Levante. I used to go to Sestri when I lived. I lived there for a year because I was bad, and my parents sent me to Italy where I got worse. But <laughs> the Italian men are magnificent. Anyway, I used to go to the Pasticceria in Sestri Levante. I take the trolley car. Right? The trolley car stopped right in front of our apartment building in Pelli. We were on the ocean. The waves used to hit the back of the building. Uh, it was magnificent living there. Except my you know, my, my favorite candy in the whole world is Torona, which okay. they make right there in Sestri in a little shop. And uh -huh. every holiday season, I pay big bucks to have that stuff shipped over from the relatives. 
Well, the pastacharia, the pastacharia there, which is the pastry shop, is out of this world. I hope they're still there because I'm going to Italy next year with Jimmy. Okay, so hold on. Here's what I want to do real quick. So, so first of all, anybody... Listen, when you talk to your mother, say, ciao, bella. Oh, I will. So everybody, this is this is uh, Larry Weir. Is that how we pronounce it, Weir? Yep. I don't know yeah. Okay. okay, he's a big-time music producer and also produced uh, Drew Ross's Love Simulation EP. Yes, and he's also the radio promoter for the record. He's the one. He's the man behind the stats, baby. And all happened. And, and Larry has a brother named Tom, who's a Grammy-winning recording engineer. Yeah, this is his studio, Tom's studio. Studio, and this is Studio City Sound, everybody, where Michael Jackson, the Ramones, all kinds of super famous people have recorded. And if you guys need to get to them, you can go to. I have no idea. Is there a website for Studio City Sound? StudioCitySound.com. There you go. So check it all out, and you guys can find Larry Weir on Twitter, which I don't think you're like following me uh, on Twitter, Wait, so you should be. Larry, why do you have a different name than Michael? Because it's a stage name. You know, right? you know a quick story. <laughs> I know who when, when uh, in fact, Debbie Fee is here from Tiger Beat Magazine. Hi, Debbie. Debbie Come on in. Come here and say hi. Uh, but Debbie Fee, back in the day, took us into a meeting with Chuck Lauffer, who was a publisher, and Chuck says to me, what's the kid's name? And I said, Michael Weir. And he goes, oh, no, no. That, you're going to scare the girls. <laughs> what's your middle name? Damien. I guess, all right, we're getting rid of Weir. I had to come home that day and tell my parents that his name got changed. Oh, <laughs> they were so pissed. Yeah, I bet they it worked were. Out, though. It worked out. It went to number one. So, hey, it was worth it. <laughs> my father, who's the Genovese. girls loved it. <laughs> my father, who was Genovese, born in Genoa, found out that my name has been changed to Russell. He said to me in Italian, What's wrong with you? You're ashamed of your name. You're embarrassed. You have a beautiful name. Your name is Antica. It goes back to the pirate, to the pirates. I said, you know, it would be very difficult to be on television. And my name is Rolando Rocco Sassarigo. <laughs> Going with that name. <laughs> so, I, so my father still didn't understand. He says, well, Sassarigo is a nice name. I said, yeah, in Italy. But we're not in Italy. We're in Hollywood. <laughs> they got Hollywood. Yeah, say that ten times. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's a beautiful name, though. Rolando Rocco Sassarigo. It sounds, it sounds like, amazing. It sounds like royalty, my friend. Oh, it sounds like you're having a stroke and your tongue is going wild in your mouth. <laughs> Someone needs to put a spoon in there and hold that tongue still. <laughs> and also autographing. If I have to do an autograph. <laughs> takes forever. Forever. All right. So anyway. anyway, so we're going to, okay, so now Larry, we may bring you back later, but we're going to like kick you out now and let right, Drew sit there by himself it's his since it's time. his interview. I love all you people out there. Thank I you, Larry. Larry. Thanks, Larry. You're as nice as your brother. <laughs> all right, so now we're back with Drew Ross, everybody. He's got his first single, Love Simulation, climbing up the charts. His first EP is also called Love Simulation. Oh, wait, I think the EP is called Love Simulation, Stimulation for the Nation. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, just a little uh, slogan there for the people. There you go. So you got all kinds of big people working on it. So I, I took some little notes just about you. So first of all, you're from like where are you where are you actually originally from? I'm from a little town of Goldendale, Washington, about 3,200 people, and a place where you know everybody's dog's name. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> like Andy Griffith or something. Okay, so then uh, I read you went on vacation. You met somebody who was in music. They introduced you to Larry. How did you actually get from Washington to L.A.? 
You know, I came out to L.A. three years ago to uh, search this dream out and to uh, follow my dreams. And my parents were in Miami on vacation, and they met a man named Jim Burns. And uh, Jim Burns, Jeff Burns, Burns, excuse me, I apologize, Uh, Jeff Burns, um, and they put us in touch with Larry. And me and Larry met for a beer. He asked me to send me his music, and he's like, let's cut a record. And so that's how it all started, and uh, just basically um, just a a godsend for sure. And I I read that you, like, recorded your demos in a tiny closet in an apartment on Hollywood Boulevard. Careful careful, careful about the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my friend, he actually told me, he's like, Drew! Come out you of the came closet. out of the closet, man! <laughs> Come out of the so closet. proud of you. <laughs> so I mean, I'm out of the closet now and uh, in the studio, and uh, yeah, it was actually um, oh man, it was a sweat box. I used to just sit in this closet and sweat for eight hours just making these tracks before I met Larry. Yeah, I, I used to that. sit in the closet for ten hours in a girdle, high heels, and stockings. <laughs> it was a bitch. It was a bitch. Hey, dude, I don't know. Did I have you say hi to Cherie or no? Did I? She's in the chat room. She says she wants to hear your freestyle, which maybe we can do like in a little bit if you can do. I don't know if you can do a freestyle live or not, but I can do something for you. You bet. Wait, who's Cherie? Cherie Golub from High Strung Movies. She's the her husband was the executive. Oh, producer. I love her. This is the one with the big boobs. Oh, I absolutely love that show. I'd love to say hi to her. Yeah, say hi to Cherie. Say hi to Cherie. She's in the chat. She had a gown. Hi, Cherie. Uh, I watched High Strung on Netflix. It was absolutely amazing. Very riveting. It was uh, very enlightening, and the music was incredible, and the characters were wonderful. So you guys did. A, your husband did a beautiful job. She go. had a gown on. That was so sexy, and she's got a nice body. With a set of jugs, you can't believe. Be careful, she's got little kids. <laughs> oh, so what is that? What? They don't know their mother. My hung. goodness, making my mouth water. Where's the pictures at? They don't know their mother's hung, do they? Anyway, I, when I was talking to her, I had my hands like this. In the event they popped out, I could quickly smack them right back in. But I, all I did all night long was tease her about the boobs, and everybody was looking. She's a, quite a sexy lady. And her husband like agreed with me. He said she's very sexy. And he was getting off all night long. Well, looking at those knockers. <laughs> she's fabulous. Guaranteed she got felt up on the way home and definitely banged that night. No question about <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Oh, so shut up. Like a <laughs> Rude. Now, you're straight, I gather. Yeah, yeah. Right. Have, yeah. Uh, have a girlfriend? Yes, I do. Um, she's she in law school girl? right now, and she uh, she keeps me together. I tell you. Law school. Way to go, dude! That's awesome. She's got. Hey, a- I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an idiot, baby. I, I'll tell you that much. You gotta she's find gonna a good one. She has to make a minimum of two hundred and fifty a year. You did good. <laughs> oh, I mean, but she's wonderful. I mean, her heart is just. Uh, okay. She's incredible. And did you meet her in L.A. or did you guys come together? You no, know, I met her on Match.com, actually. Oh, oh. Right. I what? came down here and uh, I kept going out and everybody, every, all the women kept asking me what I did. And I was like, I'm broke. And then they said, well, see you later. And so I said, well, I better get on Match.com and find somebody who will listen to me. Because <laughs> I don't got enough money to be playing in these woods. But well, people like them. I, I went on hardup.com. Hard up? Woo! Yeah. And Jimmy called. 
<laughs> oh, oh my goodness, that's awesome. <laughs> I got married because I felt sorry for him. I think nobody else going to want him, so I might as well marry him. Cherie says definitely. Well, you guys look like a good couple. Well, we're married. How long now? Four years? Four, four years in October. Damn. Oh, a celebration. Oh, congratulations. Well, that's I wonderful. Could use, I could use another watch. All right. So listen. Okay. First of all, okay. Before we play your song, I, I, I want to introduce Oh, and also, excuse me. I have to take my earplugs out. I will hold them away. We went to Fire Island two weeks ago for drag pageant Miss Fire Island. The fucking speakers were the size of two houses, and they were all bass. Whatever they did, they made my ears ring, and now I'm not supposed to have any loud noises in my ear. Loud music, he can't listen loud to loud music. My grandpa's ears ring, and he's always suffering, so I'm, I definitely take care of your ears. Because I can't hear people. The, okay, the so ringing is louder than the uh, voice. We're not going to play it quite yet. I'm going to talk with oh, you for okay, a minute. Okay. All right, so here's what I want. I want to talk a little bit, because all your musical influences, they're kind of like from my generation, because your influences are more like 80s, 90s. And very old school. Uh, very old school, and I like the fact that somewhere I read you're trying, you're bringing sexy, sexy back with like a '90s vibe. So let's just talk about first of all, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I have to tell you, like I, that's like the only song. Good Vibrations is like my only song. It's like that's like my my karaoke jam. I know every all the words to it, and I freaking like love it. So that's a hey, really. Hey, Toby, I'll do a duet with you, baby. I'll be the dancer. <laughs> No, I you, don't, you don't want to do a duet with him. No, I'm terrible, but it's still fun. You've got to have fun. Then you got the Backstreet Boys, which I actually used to uh, have dressed before um, as a clothing designer. When, I, I was a when clothing Jimmy designer. sings, he sounds like an ambulance on 3rd Avenue in New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm terrible. I You're horrible, Rod. You're horrible. You I got, tell it like it is. <laughs> but you got the Backstreet Boys. You got Usher, who's phenomenal. You got Justin Timberlake, who actually back in that day, uh, in those day, in my days, you know, Justin Timberlake wasn't around yet because he's like late '90s, early 2000s. Really, is he so. gay? No. Um, then you got Dr. Dre, you got Snoop Dogg, who I actually met Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg at the Source Awards one year, and uh, Ron and I are doing a movie called L.A. Jogger soon, and Snoop Dogg's in it, so we'll get to meet him. Wow, and that's Fox, really I have a part. Jimmy has a cameo. Jamie, Jamie Fox, Eminem, and Ludacris. And I actually did the costume design for Too Fast, Too Furious, so I like got to hang out with Ludacris. I went to a party with him and LL Cool J. And it was that really is awesome. What uh, were so you, you are you are you picking the fabric or are you are you actually inside the process of making it? That's that's um, incredible. I don't actually make fabric, but like I used to I I don't do it really so much anymore, but I used to like have two stores in Florida and dressed all the like all the like super like Elton John, Madonna, I dressed everybody because everything I made was one of a kind and it got me into a lot of and he, and he dressed wow. Aziz, who, who did all his runway work. So yeah, I have we to. have to give our lovely Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Ludacris is the coolest, I have to tell you, too. No, like, Ozzy's the coolest. No, Ozzy's on a different level. Ludacris yeah, is on a different Ozzy's level. Sweet. So who, who are some of the – do you have, like, any current people that you think, oh, my God, I, like, really like these people now? Who's, who's out now that you think is really hot? Well, you know, I mean, I could pick a song from every single artist in the world that I love, but when it comes to me, I'm always going back to the old school, old school music and even the old school music artists. I mean, if you look at what Ludacris just put out, these th the three songs he just put out, they were incredible. Um, I mean, you, there's nothing like the 90s and there's nothing like somebody that loves it and really is addicted to what they do. And I just think that this new age isn't so much in, involved as much as they are. And so I really, I mean, I just, I love the old school stuff, but I mean, yeah, Justin Bieber, Drake, I mean, they're all making good music. But it's all the same. It's all the same, and, and there's, but there's no doubt about that. But uh, I mean, as far as, 
making good, solid, good sounding music, a lot of ear candy. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of impressive stuff going on. So, I, uh, you, I, I see that you, you wrote Macklemore. Like, I love Macklemore. Yeah, he's incredible. He's got a good positive uh, movement. I think that with the times we're in now, we just got to laugh and laugh a little bit more and, and be kind-hearted. And I just think that anybody with that message is in the right place. I agree 100%. And that's, that's what the next I have no idea of whom you're speaking, so I keep my mouth shut. Okay, that's hey, we, on, could, we could talk about Doris Day. No, no, let, let's go back. Actually, ask him. <laughs> then I'll have to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> So let's let's talk about that a little bit because hip hop music usually goes in two different directions. You know, you have like the hip hop that's not all that pro, make the world a better place, and then you've got like the Macklemores and the the Commons and the people who do like educated, really cool hip hop music. Uh, and and your first single, Love Simulation, I wrote down. It's about the good times, out with the bad, in with the new. And that's, um, nice, that's one thing I like about nice. all I your like all your thinking in, in all your music and everything <laughs> I've read, you know, is all about like, you know, realizing your dreams, you know, not condemning other people. Everybody can do well, you know, and everybody sh if everybody supports each other, everybody would do well and and you know, give more. up on the hatred and all that kind of stuff and have a good time. Well, if, yeah, it's about, with me, it's about sex and love, baby. But, <laughs> but love if, it. If, wait, if Donald Trump and what's the name, Hillary Clinton, would not show the world their stupidity by being two evil queens dishing each other instead of talking about what they could do for us. Young people are listening to these two jerks. If one of them is going to be the president and continue this sort of behavior, we're going to have more hostility, more evil doings, and more stupidity than we have right now. No they doubt about it. to stop. They have, it's too late already because they've already poisoned the world. The, the, Europe is cracking up laughing from them. They're the best comedy team since Burns and Allen or since Abbott and Costello. Actually, he might, you know, you'll know Abbott and Costello. You might not know Burns and Allen. George no, Burns. I, 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 I do not. George Burns and Gracie Allen. Uh, we want to get we want anyway. to we want to give a shout out to to uh, Keith Golub who just joined us in the chat room. He wrote crazy that the '90s are considered old school, which is true since that's like I'm '80s and '90s. Old you know? school. What the hell am I then? Primitive. You're like old old school. I'm like dead. <laughs> I'm like the only one alive. Everybody's dead school. All right, so I'm going to read a quote, and after we read the quote, talk about it for a second, then I'm going to have you introduce the single, and we're going to let everybody hear hear your first single, Love Simulation. Okay, before you do that, Sharon Lee is in our chat room. Sharon, I want your opinion of his music, honey, because Sharon Lee has got one of the best rock bands out there. She's fabulous. Wow, you know, and you know I, I got a rock song for her that will be in the, my last on the EP, and it's a rocker, hip-hop anthem. And well, well here, for her, to hear. her group, Sharon Lee's group, is skyrocketing to fame. Just another, like you. Another couple of That's years, beautiful. you can hear their name all over the place. They're fabulous. All right, so here's a quote that I like read, and I think this is in your press kit, actually. Uh, we spend too much time hung up on people's hatred. We forget our own visions of success. We stop moving because bad people tell us to, which I hate that. I will no longer be drowned in the thought that people want me to fail. I will prevail. I will succeed. It's time for the haters to take a back seat. Believe with me. And I have to say, first of all, I think that's beautiful. Second of all, um, so I really think it's, it's like so true. And, and just as an example, we were on the cover of, I mean, we had an article written about us in the Huffington Post. And we I'm posted never going to hear Facebook the end of this. And, and, <laughs> And I put it on Facebook, and I got like three people liked it and commented. If I said my dog died, I would have 6,000 I'm sorry's and poor dog. But whenever anything good happens, you know, people don't really support you. And I see that in the statement. And, and, I, and you're going into a very 
competitive industry. You're doing very, very well uh, at a young age. You've got a great team of people you know, supporting you. Uh, the Incredible. music is great Incredible. and everything. So I think it's really right. great. Let me explain the reason why that is. Years and years ago, in the dark ages when I was a young man, people were very impressed with school teachers and doctors. If you were a doctor, oh my God, how you do, doctor. Today, nobody gives a shit about doctors, and school teachers are considered stupid nothings. Media and entertainment, oh my God, you're an actor, you're a singer, you're a dancer, oh my God, that's what I have to be to be great. If I can't be that, then I'm just an ordinary piece of shit. I'm only a scientist, a school teacher, or whatever it's else like I said. It's a terrible so, act. I think it's terrible. I think we have to start giving our teachers more love and respect, paying them more. That's not the point I'm going for. The point I'm going for is if they are not in our business on television like we are, they feel they failed because they're not famous. So therefore, they don't support He's us. He's saying that people on Facebook, they don't support it. The only ones that ever comment are the ones who are also in who the business. Who are in our business. Who are in the business. Everybody but the people who aren't in the business never they comment. Don't, they don't comment because they wish they could be in the business. <laughs> It's, it's a rough thing to sell good vibes and happiness when everybody's struggling. You know, you have a lot of people struggling and you're, you're all positive and you come off as grandiose. You know, it's sometimes it's just too much. Why is it if you post something ne negative like my dick fell off, everybody, <laughs> everybody does like? I know. That's what I mean. It's just it's a cruel place we live in. But I we got to be the ones to maintain this positive vibe in the future. And I, I mean, that's just what we have to do. I, I have always been positive all of my life. And people called me a dreamer, stupid or whatever. That's and what they call me. <laughs> so, you know, that's I've, why we get along so good. <laughs> I know you guys are incredible to talk to. It's It's just a pleasure. I have always said to people, there is humor. In tragedy, yeah. there's happy in sad. If you look for it, like your mother dies, you're unhappy. It's sad. But just think, she's not sick anymore. She may be in a better place, and she's happy. So there's always a positive, happy side to every negative side. But people choose to look at the negative because it's easier. Yeah, you bet. Happier, like happier okay, so hold on. So you got a new single. First of all, the single it's available on all the digital download sites everywhere, right? It's called Love Simulation. Yeah. When does the EP come out? Do we know when the EP is coming out? Um, yeah, I, uh, Larry, what, what do you think on a date for that? Uh, about three weeks. Th about three weeks. EP okay. will be out in about three weeks. And uh, uh, I just want to name off a couple uh, people that worked on the project, if I could. Absolutely. Um, uh, I have a, just a couple, a lot of beautiful people on this project. Um, for my backup singers, I have Phoebe Crenshaw and Heather Yeomans, and they just did an incredible job. Um, their voices just, ugh, they just get me all excited. Um, and then I have a beautiful engineer in Marcus Colbert, and then um, also the master engineer is um, Tom Weir. And he just, the job that they did, the amount of, time that Marcus Colbert gave me in the studio was just absolutely incredible. And is then um, the, uh, Tyler Page, go ahead. Is Tom there? Yeah, uh, you know, I, he's in session right uh, now. Yeah, I, I just, we just want to see what the Michael's other brother looks like, but okay. He's in yeah, I would have loved to bring him in. I, I think he's in session. <laughs> he would have loved to say hi. Is that what they call it, in session? When you're in a st recording studio, yeah. When yeah. You, when you saw a shrink, you were in session. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> Well, that too, my friend. <laughs> hey, sex session too. I mean, I'm, 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 I
<laughs> See how everything changes? So what's the next? Keep going then. Who else? Because I cut okay, you off. Okay, so another engineer that went out to um, a legendary guitar player, Tim Pierce. He was extraordinary on the record. He played all five songs. Um, he's just one of, one of the coolest, nicest, kind-hearted people. And Tyler Page is another engineer that traveled with us. And then my beat master, he works here at Studio City Sound. His name is Michael Page, and he's absolutely incredible. He was, uh, Michael, uh, excuse Michael Parnell. Excuse, excuse me. Who's Marcus? Uh, uh, Marcus Colbert. Come here. Come here, Marcus, because I talked to Marcus earlier. But Strap I young man. Let me, let me introduce you. All right, Marcus, sit down real quick. Hurry up. Hey, what's Marcus on? is the one that was with me through the entire recording process, listening to all the music. You look and like he has his own project, actually, out right now. Yeah. Plug your own project. Let me ask him. We're here for Drew. Uh, that's okay. We're, he does music, too. He's just a great guy. Okay. Well, you, look like Jared, you look like Jared Leto without a, with the hat on. Listen but. to me. Are, are you Claudette Colbert's grandson? Not that I know of. The great movie actress, Claudette Colbert. Not nope. that I know of. No, I don't know. Maybe, nope. maybe somewhere down the line. <laughs> You'd probably know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's no then. Maybe Claudette had an affair quickly and gave you away. Hey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Marcus, real quick, tell us tell us the name of your Is your project finished or no? Uh, yeah, we have some songs out. Uh, all right, we go by Bad Apple. It's, it's on Spotify and, and uh, iTunes, all that. All right, so we'll check that out. Everybody yeah. check out Bad Apple, but, but if you're only going to buy one album, you got to buy Drew Ross's, and then if you're going to buy two, then you can buy Marcus's. That, you <laughs> bet. That's right. <laughs> Keep that order intact, baby. <laughs> so, so thanks, Marcus. So, Drew, how about this? We're going to play your single, Chad. Hi, Captain. Hey, you guys, I got a treat for you. Yeah. I got a treat. Oh, okay. Here's the legendary trick. Tom Weir, baby. Let's uh -oh. give it up for Grammy Award winning Tommy Weir. All this right. is my man here. He, I tell you, he did some incredible stuff. If you listen, Jimmy, when you get it in the earphones, when that baby's transferring from left to right ear, that's my man here. He's doing some incredible well, things. I got my hearing aids fixed. <laughs> right. How are you doing? It's nice to meet you. We're big fans you. of uh, your younger brother. Or I don't know. Maybe you're the younger brother. But uh, Michael, we're big fans. I call him the ugly brother. Uh, <laughs> you got that right. Oh, here. Got this for Drew. Here, give that to this is my man. This is his Grammy. That's yours, man. Nice. <laughs> they they keep Grammy. having me take pictures. That's good, though, because that's like foreseeing the future. When yeah, you take exactly right. <laughs> Think it and it will come true. Now answer me a question. Do you love pesto? What one are you asking? Michael's brother. Oh, I love pesto? Hell, of course. Of course you love pesto. Yeah, man. Pesto. It, it, now, Larry's you, a master chef. Did you know that? My brother Larry. Well, I, I, no, I assume your mom is the chef because uh, actually not in Genoa because I'm Genovese also. The men are the big cooks. My, uh, no, my mom was a good cook, but Larry's picked up on it. My mom's kind of just playing piano and uh, doing albums now. But how was your father as a cook? He he wasn't he didn't he just barely just uh, made alcohol. Oh. Yeah, because the Genovese men, the Genovese men are terrific cooks, mostly chefs. No, no, my uh, yeah, my uh, relatives in Italy—they're the best. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, I, I'm Larry Tony. They're they're ancestry Levante. 
I know that. Uh, we come from Pelgi right next wh- door, while next you, town over. While you guys are in the <clears throat> studio, I have a request. I need the two Weir brothers and Drew to take a picture all together so like we can use it for promotion. So uh, sometime Cherie wants one, and I'm trying, I'll take a screenshot. Maybe Chad can take a screenshot. Actually, have uh, Larry come back in yeah, real quick. Everybody gather. Larry, come, so we can have all three of you in at one time. At least it'll be on video. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Is Larry still there? Yeah, he, he, he's coming. He's, he's out in the parking lot. I don't know what he's doing back there. <laughs> Meanwhile, your brother and sister-in-law did some beautiful movie. Oh, yeah, I think it was great. I love that movie. Jimmy and I did the red carpet on it in New York, and uh, everybody so loved it. When they came out of that theater, people were just buzzing around about it. It's got well, I watched your red carpet uh, interviews. They were excellent. I watched it yesterday. You guys are just really great interviewers. It was a beautiful. And you guys look sharp, too, my friend. Yeah, well, we were in pretty New- dapper over there on that red carpet. T-shirts. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. Hey, you know what's funny? The guy that actually discovered you, Jeff Burns, is actually on the phone from Toronto, right say there hi. on the speaker. So say hi to Jeff Burns. Hey, hey Jeff Burns, how we doing, baby? Hey, baby. <laughs> good, good. We're on the Jimmy Star and Ron Russell show here. Dude, say hi. Get the man. Get the there you go. It works perfect. Okay, hold on, Larry, get in closer so we can get. Yeah, Larry, you gotta get in closer. They've been taking good care of me. Let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Take wait. a knee, Larry. I'm a lighting freak. That's okay. You don't have that we, much. We need time. a little bit more light for. The, the, I just want to say thank you so much for um, everything. <laughs> they said they need a little more light. Right direction. A little more light. We're gonna give you a little more. Light. That's all right. So everybody now on the screen, if you're watching and you're listening, you get to see dark, all three of them. Up, We've got Larry up. Weir, Tom Weir, and Drew Ross. Say hi one at a time. Say hi one at a time. Larry Weir here. There you go. Tom, Tom Weir here. There Drew we go. Ross, baby. There you go. Because that way we can cut clips out of the video of this like later because Cherie's having a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. So now we're going to play the song that all you guys worked on, Love Simulation. We're going to let Drew introduce it for us. And Chad, you got that ready? You betcha. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, guys. So here's you. You introduce the song. We're going to play it for everybody, and you hang on while we're playing it, and then we're going to talk about it when we get back. All righty. Well, hey, everybody. Here's the song Love Simulation, baby. All I wanna do is make music for you, boy. I live the ride with the beat by my side. Get up, <laughs> get silly. I'm about to jump this all like Free Willy. Yeah. Driving around, dropping it down, jumping out the car like Dukes of Hazzard. I'm the Duke of Getting funky loose, shaking my kaboo. Everybody stare with my crew. Rock the hip hop, throwing the hands to feel free. I don't give a what. What you think I should be? I do it how I do it. You do it just to do it. It makes no difference to me. Just don't stand for too long, B. For your girl, my father, your wives, ready to mind and see what you want and want it more. And boy, I can't ignore. You best look away for the day you had a lady. But I'm on, she said goodbye, baby. Goodbye. Love simulation, love simulation, love simulation, love simulation. Living it up and where we go, it's about the good time. Out with the bad, in with the note. 
I'm stylish, I'm wildish, you know this, don't hate this, I need this Oh baby, not yet baby, why not baby, I got everything you need baby Let's jump it off with a party on, toast to us, here's to you So special, so credible, so edible, so true Love simulation, love simulation Love simulation, love simulation What's coming to your ear? It's incredible. Watch what I do when I shake it up. What up? What's your name? How you doing? I'm feeling like a daydream. One on me. Let's start the party in the AM. How about it? Don't even think about it. You wanna see me smile? Stay a while. Get a little wild. I'll have you in before a door. Stark naked. That's my interpretation of the sexual situation. Let's start the love simulation. Love Like it's like you, we could almost call you like Lil Snoop. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I appreciate it. That's the legend of the game. Lil White Snoop. <laughs> to tell yeah, he's one of my favorites for sure. It's legend. To tell you the truth. I'd rather dance to it than listen to it. Because yeah. listening to it is like half of it. Dancing to it is totally. That's what everybody in the chat room was dancing. They yeah, were saying, I, I, I can't dance here because the dog is under my feet. The fucking wires are all over. <laughs> the whole set will fall apart. On it's right in front of you. <laughs> But I could have shook. I, I, I dance, by the way. Still at my age, I dance quite well, also. But I, I, I would dance to that. I love that. A couple of beers, you know, a little pot. Just <laughs> 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 for tokes. Tokes of weed, nothing more than that. Because then I get crazy. I rape everybody. <laughs> you know, the music's incredible. It, it's, uh, it's just an honor. Uh, you know, I missed one guy. Um, Matt Long was the drummer. Log. Uh, Matt Lang. Log. Log. It's Log. Long. Matt Long, excuse me, apologize to Matt Long, sorry, but yeah, it was absolutely incredible, Tim Pierce, just the, the music, it just gets me fired up. Jimmy and I covered uh, this thing in Florida, we were there for four days, what was it called? The thing we went to, remember? Uh, One Magical Weekend? One Magical Weekend, and we were the ones that ran it. That fucking music, 
all night. It was all dance music. Wait a minute. Here's what I heard. Boom, 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 boom. That was the first night. I figured, all right, they're going to change. Now they stuck us in the third floor overlooking the swimming pool. They decided to have a party around the swimming pool all night. Boom, 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 boom. It's like all EDM, like you know, really transy dance music. By the time we got on the airplane, yeah, that's not my that's not my cup of tea. But I was so happy to hear the engines on the airplane. You have no idea. Because that bump it bump stuck with me. Boom. I mean, what kind of bullshit is this? No. The same year? Bump, 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 bump. So, so that's you, it. So you have a five-song EP coming out. Love Simulation is the first single. You're gonna have four other songs. They're all a little bit different, right? Because you told me one of them's got like a, ro- a more rocker vibe to it. You bet. You bet. The last one, uh, number five. We're gonna close the show, and it's it's a powerhouse. Yeah, you got a little. A little bit more gritty. It's it's more of uh, instead of. It's it's more like when you deal with haters every day and you create that energy of like, well, you're messing with the wrong person. Absolutely. So tell then- us tell us where you're playing so people can come see you. Well, you know that's in the works. I just played at the Whiskey Go Go and uh, it was incredible. Um, and then right now, me and Larry and uh, a couple other people are getting together a new show. I'm not sure where that's going to be yet. But uh, as soon as I know, I'm going to Twitter you guys and let you know. That's perfect. Right. So so how was playing at the Whiskey? I mean, that's like a I, uh, I, everybody knows it. Everybody who's anybody who's played there. That, that was like your first really big gig, right? Yeah. I, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, number one, the staff there was so inviting, you know, uh, just wonderful to everybody. And um, it was just an honor to play there. And I just enjoyed myself. And we had a packed house. And, Got a little encore, and I've freestyled on it, and so uh, acapella, and so it was a hell of a show. Uh, it was, it was just a, it was just um, incredible experience to be on the stage there. All the great stars of the 1960s, because I used to go to the whiskey, and it, when it was really the club that you couldn't even get in, they pulled that Studio 54 bullshit where only certain people were allowed to go in. I think it's still that way. And I think the first person I saw there, and I don't remember her name, was that one that used to scream a lot, the Rose. What, what, what was her name? They called her the Rose. Janice Joplin. Jo- Janice Joplin. The place was packed. Everybody was dropping acid and all kinds of shit. They were banging each other, taking their clothes off. They had to almost stop the show where they would throw people out. If they didn't stop, the girls had their tops off, shaking. Soft, orgy going on? Or what? <laughs> it was like notorious. And Shit, then, I should have been at that show. What's <laughs> going on here? And then the mamas and the papas appeared there, and all the great stars of, of that day. Uh, the whiskey was some disco. That's how it was called, the discotheque. The whiskey a go go disco. All the girls had their white boots. Now it's a place to play, though. So well, actually, we should oh, say is congratulations. There is there dancing there anymore? Um, you know, uh, everybody was dancing for my show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. hold on. So, Sheree wanted to hear you freestyle. Can you freestyle something cool? Like, it doesn't have to yeah, be... Yeah, I got something for you. All right, all right. Look, I, okay, first of all, let's, let, me, let me give you, like, a good intro. All right. Hey, Chad, you got any, like, music we could use for, like, a quick intro? I sure don't. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> Drew Ross, you can follow him on Twitter at Drew Ross Music. Drew is D-R-U. Check him out in his Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell Freestyle. 
My visions peak when my due diligence leaks signs of my shine. Y'all gotta stop wasting time. Hating, mistaking, thinking changes in the making when all you're doing is irritating. Motivating my mad white funky wiggle. I'm in the zone, dropping dimes on the hard lines. Just stopping and popping. You think I'm gonna show up and slow up my shine? Buff out my grind just to take my spot in line? Don't waste my time. Y'all cowards talking shit for hours. I skip the beat and bounce y'all off the track. All y'all wax, I stand back with my crew rack stacks like Big Daddy Max. And for the record, the name's Drew Baby. Drew Baby Righteous. <laughs> I love it. Way to go clap. Yeah, Chad, you got a clap you can do? I'll add that later. Okay. <laughs> Way to go, Drew. Now, if I didn't know any better, I would swear that you were black and you came from Harlem. I hear that a lot. <laughs> That's so well. I mean, you can impersonate black people. Can you do Chinese? Uh, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> Not at this moment, but I bet you if I gave you a good month of practice, I could do it. Do Chinese people have rap music? Yeah. They do? Yeah, yeah they do. What is it like? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Man. And then every now and then you'll hear this. Fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, so let's get out, everybody. First of all, everybody, uh, the first single is called Love Simulation. You can go to iTunes, all your digital download sites, um, and, and get it. Go ahead and get it pretty soon. We'll let you know when the album comes out. We'll let everybody know, and uh, we'll play some music off of it, so you guys are going to want to get it. But but the uh, single is called Love Simulation. The EP is called Love Simulation, Stimulation for the Nation. You can follow Drew on Twitter. It's at Drew Ross Music, D-R-U-R-O-S-S-M-U-S-I-C. And he, he is very smart and was able to get Drew Ross Music for most of his social media. So I know he's Drew Ross Music on uh, Instagram. What else are you? Are you on Facebook? Facebook, Twitter. Facebook, Twitter. There you go. Do you do Vine? You should do Vine, dude. You know, um, basically, I'm going to get involved in everything. I'm just started out. You know, um, I just I'm just getting the hang of this whole Twitter thing, and I'm I'm from the country, and I just don't really. I've never been a fan of all the internet stuff because of all the hatred. So I'm just uh, I'm just getting the hang of things. I mean, I'm sure you could teach me a couple things, Jimmy. I see that Twitter. You off the, you're off the map, baby. All you got to do is take that little button and click on those people's names and you hit block. And then they can't see any of your stuff. And if they're a hater, you're just like, hey, dude, you lost out. You're never going to see anything I do again. And you hit the little block button and you're done. And just, <laughs> and just think of all. I'm, I'm going to need that. Think of all the people that you could connect with, millions and millions of people to get your message out there. I love it. I think you're going to be awesome. You're going to be such a, a freaking superstar. I think there is nobody like you right now. You're doing something that's new. It's very different. And I think people are going to be really open to, to, to something new and different because we're always looking for something new and different. And everything that's getting put out right now, it all sounds the same. Also... Uh, I just Sh thanks for the lovely Sh words. Sh I, says, I, give I Drew a kiss it. for me, so well, I'm kissing you, but that's not for me. That's from Cherie. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the one with the Dockers? <laughs> it, it could be from us too. Yeah, that's from us too. So everybody, we love everybody. Follow we kiss Drew everybody. Rob, Drew Ross Music on Twitter. You guys get his new single. If you need to record someplace and you're in LA, you definitely want to go to Studio City Sound, StudioCitySound.com. We want to give a shout out to Larry and Tom Weir and the and the, the Michael Damian family and everybody involved with High Strung that helped Most promote definitely. this this uh, having you come on the show today and and for introducing us to you. Mm -hmm. I second okay. that. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. And that's about it, dude. We'll be talking on Twitter. If you need anything, you let us know. 
Hey, thank you guys for everything. It's just been a pleasure. You it's guys, top place. Thank you're you. Good. You're good. We you're had a fun. good time. All right, Drew. Take Later care. Drew. Bye, everybody. Great success with your work. There you go. Gotta love it. Hey, Chad, that was fun, right? I agree. You gotta like love it. All right, what everybody. do you think of rap music or whatever that's called? What is that, that called? Well, that's actually hip hop. Rap is a What do you bit think different. of hip hop? I don't listen to much of it. If it has a good message and it has a good uh, melody, I'm fine with any music. So, in other words, if you go to the Boca Country Club, you wouldn't do hip-hop? No, probably not. <laughs> With the people at the Boca? They might give me the eye. You're at 100 at the Boca Country Club. They come in in wheelchairs. All right, yep. so you guys listen up. You can hear us every week on Wednesdays live on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Then you can also uh, hear us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, iTunes, Spreaker. We're on Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A. On television, we're on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. So please keep listening and watching because we're trying to build everything up uh, and get more and more people watching and listening every week. We're having a good time with it. And we are successful at it. Where's Goddess? Goddess. Goddess I'm pretty sure she's in the chat room. Goddess, are you in the chat room, honey? Yeah, because I said it earlier. So. Oh, all right. Love and kisses to you, Goddess. Mm. So let's take a quick song break. Uh, hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's do let's do the Modern Gentleman song. Uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, the cover. You got that? I think I do. Let's roll it. So, everybody, we're going to play the Modern Gentleman, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. They're the Four Seasons. Ron and I are going to see love Frankie them, Valley in the Four Seasons them. Saturday night. Love and, them, uh, love They them. are the Four Seasons. Love them. They also perform as Modern Gentlemen, and this is their love version them. of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Pit love them.
Modern Gentlemen, their debut album's on iTunes now, and then they also tour as the Four Seasons, like I said, and Ron and I are going to go see Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons on Saturday. And this song, Tammy Sherrell and Marvin Gaye sang it way back when I was a young kid. I had my license. I just began driving, and I remember having the top down on the car out on Long Island on the Grand Central Parkway, and I must have been doing 90 or 100. Because this song sent me. When Tammy Sherrill hit those high notes, my God, was she wonderful. These boys are incredible. Let me tell you a little story. When they were on our show, I was so taken aback by them that I loved them. I said to them, listen, boys, if ever you're playing in Pennsylvania or New York, let us know. We will come to see you. Well, they called Jimmy. And they said, we're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and we remembered that you wanted to see us, so we have two tickets waiting for you. Please come. And I jumped. I said, Jimmy, I don't care what we're doing. Next Saturday, we're canceling, and we're going out to see these boys. They're incredible. And Frankie Valley will be there. We'll probably meet Frankie. Maybe he'll give us a little interview. If not, we'll do some pictures. But these boys were the Jersey boys. And Frankie Valley. I mean, it's a big, big night because I love the musical Jersey Boys. It was wonderful. The movie was wonderful. And I'm sure everyone out there that has seen it also it's a great agreed, movie. Agrees. Great movie. It's a wonderful movie and a, grun a wonderful um, play, musical. Absolutely. So we will cover it on next week's show. It'll be awesome. Also, uh, uh, our friend J.J. Catrone, everybody, check him out on Reverb Nation. It's ReverbNation.com, J.J. Catrone. He does country rock. I went through his entire Reverb Nation page. It's super, super awesome. Um, and as soon as we have stuff, space, he's coming on the show again. And uh, he's super great. And he's up to number 44 on Reverb Nation in the United States uh, for country rock, uh, for, for uh, singer-songwriter country rock people. And he's going places, and he's going to have some big news coming up soon. And so we would love everybody mm -hmm. to support him and his music and follow him on Twitter at JJ Catrone. Also, right, JJ's one of our friends. Absolutely. We love JJ. <clears throat> we love JJ. And we went to the movies the other night. Yay! Yay! Yo, ho, ho, ho. And we actually saw two really good movies. Excellent movies. The first movie that we saw was Sully with Tom Hanks about the uh, airplane crash into the Hudson. No, no, no. It didn't crash. The landing of the airplane yes. in the Hudson River, if you recall a couple of years ago. It was done beautifully. The acting was fabulous. The camera work was incredible. The lighting, the, the, everything about it, I couldn't find one thing to bitch about. The film is excellent. Actually, yeah, it was really, really good. You guys, Everyone are should go see it. Support this film because it's an intelligent film. And it's, it's a true story. Yeah, it's not a stupid film. You know, really written well. Absolutely. We, well we really en we enjoyed it. And then we snuck into... 
Bridget Jones, Jones is pregnant. Having a baby. Or whatever. Or got knocked up or whatever. Whatever. With with uh, Renee Zellweger and Colin Firth and Whoever Patrick idea. Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Right? And it is a great Don't movie. Don't give away the ending. I'm not giving away the ending, but it's a great movie. It's got great soundtrack. It was lovely to watch it's fun it's like it's, a girl movie or a gay guy movie i don't think straight guys are going to dig it because it's a little on the fairy side but it was fabulous i enjoyed it bridget was wonderful not bridget what's her name renee renee, yeah, renee. uh renee has had tons of surgery so her face now looks totally different and she's lost weight she really looks beautiful and it was just a fun movie. Everybody should see. I mean, it was really fun. We really enjoyed those two films. Chad, did you ever go to the movies? I think the last movie I saw was Transylvania 2. Oh, my. Oh, that, that's got a. Bill <laughs> and Boris Karloff, no. 1933. No, he's talking about the cartoon. That's correct. The cartoon one, and I it was one of your friends, either Fran Drescher or Lenny Kazan is the voice in that. I, don't, I forgot. Oh, wait. there you go. There's a six degrees of separation. But uh, no, I don't go to the movies too often, but if the kids want to go, we go. Lainey never told me she was in that. And as far as Fran goes, I don't socialize with Fran, so I wouldn't and, and know. Jimmy, Jimmy, Fran's coming on, you know. And when is she coming on? Do you I don't have a know. date yet? Nope. I'm working on it. Jeez, I, she's got to give us a date. She's waiting for Kansas Schmanza to come out. And then she wants to push that, a big, big benefit. Jimmy McCrary says he's straight and he loves those movies. So way to go, Jimmy, from the Aquarius Good, view. But, you rock. But, but mostly guys won't go. They'll go they go with, with their, their girlfriends. They go with the girlfriends because they're going to get laid if they keep the girlfriend happy. But if they don't, then bitch and go, the girl ain't putting out. <laughs> so most guys <laughs> go see these little Sissy Mary movies just to get some pussy. What are they trying to get? Pussy. <laughs> oh, and Sharon Leah says she wants to see High Strong. Everybody needs to see High Strong. It's on Netflix Listen now, so there's me. no reason why you can't see it. I go crazy. Yes, he is our dear friend. Yes, we love him. Yes, we would say anything wonderful about the film. We'd even lie for him. How happy am I that I don't have to lie for him and say it was a great when it was a piece of shit. It is an incredibly good movie it's getting accolades all over the world every country is winning awards actually he just won um the ira award for best director and annabelle Coute, who plays the um uh the evil girl won best new talent right and it's a and sheree golub's husband um oh my god i can't believe i just forgot his name uh ah sheree golub's husband who we okay, love. Anyway, anyway, he won best executive, best executive, best producer. You know, don't expect an extravaganza. There's nothing blowing up. Nobody blows apart. Keith, his name's Keith. Keith Gold. It's, I'm it's sorry. A, it's a simple film. It's a tiny film. It's a little film, loaded with talent. I mean, the dancing, the music, the idea, the gorgeous guy, the beautiful girl. It's a perfect film. Michael Damien, you did a brilliant job, and your wife uh, Janine also. Yeah, it was just fabulous, and everybody who was involved with it did right. a great job. You gotta like love it. And it's not because he's a friend. Trust me. I mean, we have many friends that do things that we say, you know, it was nice. Go and we drop it because we can't push something that stinks, and then people think we're full of shit. So right, I tell so it like really it is. It. Listen, I don't care if they throw me off the air, if they shoot me, I don't care. And we really enjoyed it. I tell it like it is. That's my success. 
everybody respects me. I get so much email about that, Ron. We respect your opinions and your, you know, your fact that you don't baloney everybody. And isn't the the other person who I, I I mentioned it, but I didn't say it clearly. It was Keith Golub, you guys. He won the IRA Award for Best Producer for High Sprung Movie, and it's really, really, it's just a really cool thing. So, and they're all really cool. And you guys can follow all of them on Twitter. They're all in our Twitter stream. And because I'm such a fabulous actor, next May I will be in another film that Michael Damien is doing. And I'll be in that film, so you can go see me, and I'll push that one like crazy, even if I stink in it. <laughs> if I look like a retarded, mentally ill old queen, I'm going to say, go that see it. That would never happen. Go see it, because I was fabulous. I'm going to be up for an Academy Award. Yes, you got to like love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are we going to talk about do? now? We have another guest coming on. I know, but when? Oh, I don't know. Any minute now. What's this guest all about? Um, this guest is going to be on that on the Discovery Channel show, Deadliest Catch. I love the Discovery Channel. And uh, oh. he's not on it anymore. He just left it. He was on it for four years. Doing and what? Deadliest Catch is that one where they the big ships go out in the thirty foot waves with the oh that that crabs got me nauseous. The cra- I know I got I got nauseous. I like couldn't watching. watch that. I loved the show because <laughs> I I was vomiting. I mean it, the friggin' ocean was in my bedroom, and they showed it where you up and down. You know when you're laying there up and down. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it, but I, I loved it. I want that show to like stop with the waves. Hey, Nick. Love can, you, can you see me okay? No, I can't see you. Can you hit the uh, hit the video button? I know who you are. I've seen you on that show. Okay, hell, let's on. It's, it worked for me. To, okay. Oh, yeah. here we go. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. I know. How's it going? It's hey, going how you great. doing? So how do I pronounce your last name? Uh, Tokman. T-O-K-M-A-N. Okay, like token something <laughs> no token. you know I, i've heard that before i've heard that before honestly no it's like when you're passing a joint around you say here take a toke man. <laughs> i just want to get hey man hey man take a toke i just want to get that we, we don't even do drugs either we, we just know that stuff hey. Uh, but hey we want to i wanted to get the name correct because we're going to do an uh, like a a new a new intro for right, like the television i just want to ask i don't want this in this the television part did you ever get nauseous of that show from oh you mean like seasick yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. I couldn't deal with it. I kind of stopped watching that show because I got nauseous in bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'll get I'll get sick for the first couple of days. Uh, actually, just oh. yeah. It's a good good okay, so good on. program. Well, I want to talk. I want to talk about that though while we're on there. Oh, we're gonna we get do it. Doesn't so matter to me. Yeah. Gonna get an intro going for you. All right, everybody. Here we, here go. we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Nick. Tokeman, who used to be Sunshine on Deadliest Catch on the Discovery Channel, and now he's going to be a motivational speaker. He is a motivational speaker, and we want to welcome you to the show. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, how are you? Happy you're on the show. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, happy to be here. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking your time. Thank you very much for having me. Nick, we got a chat room full of people, so say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hello, how are you guys? There you go. All right, that works perfect. So tell us, where are we actually talking to you? What what state do you live in? Uh, West Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay, so oh you're back to God, Massachusetts. Oh, my God, I used to go there when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah. There was a lady, My their parents had a friend, Mrs. Savak was her name. She fell off the roof. I don't know what the fuck she was doing up on the roof, but she was on the roof where she lived and damaged her legs. And her legs were like boulders. I mean, they didn't even look like legs. And she could barely walk. And I was about seven or eight. 
And that's what I remember. Springfield then were farms. And we went up there. Are there farms now? No. Springfield. Well, actually, I mean, if you go like the surrounding areas, like, you know, Hadley or something like that. Yeah, it's fine. Well, Springfield's like a, you know, it's a, it's like a legit city. Love it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, everybody was drinking eggs raw. They took them from the hen house. They put a little hole in them and they were sucking them. Oh, that's disgusting. And they wanted me to do it. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so okay, so let's talk a little bit because I have to say, okay, I I've only I haven't really watched Deadliest Catch, so so uh, when when they ask us if we would be interested in interviewing, I think you have a really great cool story, and I tried to watch Deadliest Catch. I uh, went on YouTube and watched some videos. We used to watch it, and, don't uh, you remember? I, I was probably sleeping or playing on Twitter. Yeah, like, you were Twitter. Uh, first of all, know. like because so, so I don't, uh, you had a hood on. Did you? Are you the one who got their nose broken? No, that's uh, Nick. That's Nick Mavar. Uh, okay. I actually, yeah, I used to actually fish with him in the summertime in Bristol Bay. I I watched that and I saw the dude get his nose broken and then I saw like these huge waves and everything and I swear I was like nauseous from watching a YouTube video and I was like, oh my god, I don't know how you would ever be like on this boat doing this. Like I. But was the just stories like, were good. It's a shame that we all got vomit. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, everybody doesn't or wouldn't because it's on twelve seasons, I think. So it's a very big hit show. So 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 how how was that? First of all, let me tell your story. How about you tell us your little story? Because like I read, you went to college. You went to a really. Uh, Let's see, John Molson School of Business in Montreal, which is a very prestigious school. You graduated. This is what this is what was in the bio that came, that came my way, and basically, yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, I mean, I guess I, you know, I I was I went to college up in in Canada. I honestly I didn't really have a good time. I was kind of down and out. I was working two to three jobs while going to school full time, and I was on break at my grandparents' place um, over in Springfield from college, and. My grandfather introduced me to Deadliest Catch. I saw it. It looked like fun. I really wanted to try it and uh, fought with my family back and forth. Although they had my best interests at heart, I basically had the realization it was my life and I had to live it for me. So I pretty much went up to Alaska and uh, tried to look for a job. It wasn't easy. You know, I mean, at first, like, you know, I ran out of money. I was I stayed in a shelter one night. I was staying at random people's houses upon the gold necklace that my mom gave to me and, um, you know, even stuck in a laundromat at one time worked for several crazy people one guy was known as the frying pan man eight <laughs> years back he hit a crew member over the head with a frying pan threw him over the side to try to kill him um i didn't know i was working for that guy um yeah and it was just a bunch of series of setbacks and failures and then after all that basically four years later um i got on the dream boat that got me up to alaska that's so cool okay and then so what did you, what'd you think of alaska off camera Honestly, it was it was great. I, if I, um, the people were probably the best people I've ever met. I mean, they're the kind, they're they're the most real people you'll ever meet. And I mean, you could be at a grocery store and you could just start talking to them, and it wouldn't be weird or anything. Uh, I and also too, like I mean, they'll go out of the if they see that you're trying to help yourself, they will go out out of their way to help you. Like they won't, they won't just like take you, you know, as a, as a freeloader, but if right. you, if you need help, they'll help you out. I mean, right. you know, if it wasn't for them, I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't be where I am, where so I'm at because, yeah. Tell, tell me, did you see Russia from your back porch? No, I did not see Russia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's good. Yeah. Glad. <laughs> now, uh, another yeah. question. Did you freeze your Bayali off? A uh, few times, yeah. It was pretty cold. I mean, there was one time it was like minus forty with the wind chill, and I mean, we were beating the 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 um, the water was coming up through the grating on the crab boat, 
and basically it was freezing over so we had to constantly between pots we had to just beat it with the sledgehammers just to get it off so we can actually catch land the pot so they, I read that the pot the pots weigh eight hundred pounds. When I'm I, we li- <laughs> yeah. I lived in Palm Springs and it was like hundred and twenty one degrees. Okay. And I, and I was in the shade and I I, ha- I had a chill. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the sun to warm up. You know, Palm Springs is weird like that. Right. Yeah. If you go in the shade and the winds are blowing, you can get chilly. Or you come out of your pool and you freeze to death in hundred and twenty one. So I could never have done that show, no matter how much money they offered me, never. Especially the boat, I would throw up. I saw pictures of the boat Hard going work. up and down, and it Hard was kind of like, wait, what's that? That what's that movie that George Clooney was in where the I boat gets like it. lost in the storm or whatever? Perfect storm. Perfect storm. But that's what the waves are like all day long. It looked like where you guys are, like in in the, in all the clips, you know. They don't, well, they don't. They don't, anything I saw on YouTube didn't have like calm seas. It was no. like. It was like splash. thirty foot waves, and they're talking about how like you're working for twenty hours a day, and it's like yeah, freezing yeah. in the water when it sprays up the boat, like is like ice. It's freezing cold, and I was like, oh my god. I remember saying while I was laying in my toasty warm bed, <laughs> oh, yeah. I said to Jimmy, that poor motherfucker, what he's got to go through. I said it's amazing. I couldn't do that, and I did say that. But it was a great experience, right? No, if I had to do it all all over again, I'd do the same thing. Like it was, it was like what I was supposed to do. It was, it was great. I mean, uh, no, your, even even the rough parts and everything, it was, it was a great experience for me. What was your shooting uh, schedule? Well, we would go up. I, I mean, you know, m- about mid September, we would get the boat ready. The camera crew would get in probably like the fifth of October, showing us, you know, prepping the the boat and getting the gear ready. So probably about like October, like probably say just early October to about mid-November, I would want to say. And then, but then the camera crew would leave and we'd finish out the rest of our season sometimes. And then uh, it would be from January, early, you know, January 1st to probably about mid-March, I would say. Now, what was the temperature in January? Uh, it, it could vary depending on the day. Um, nice day. I've felt was like 40 degrees and there were some days it was just really cold i mean i think the worst i felt was minus 40 that was that was the absolute coldest i felt you could you, you know your nose could fall off in minus <laughs> so could your ears yeah you gotta cover everything yeah if you're out there too long your ears get so hard you could crack them right off like a peanut brittle that's scary. I would never want to go to Alaska for any reason. If they gave me a free ticket. Like everybody in California, all my friends take the cruise up to Alaska. I said, why? They said, we want to see the glaciers breaking away, falling in the water. I said, I'd rather see an ice cube in a cocktail. That would be fun. Actually, though, what I think people don't get, because like, you, just, you just said it, but I want to reiterate that people actually heard it. Like, It's not just a reality show. It's a reality show, and they're on there filming for part of it. But actually, you work a whole season as a crab. What do you call that? A crab? Crab. crab fisherman. Crab fisherman. So you're actually working. I mean, you're working. That's like the job. You're really getting paid as a crab fisherman, and the and the TV thing is kind of like a bonus. Yeah, he's got the crab. Yeah, I you would know, say so more or less. Yeah, it makes you. I mean, it gives you a lot of notoriety for being on it. Did you hear him? He's like, he's got the crabs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. He's laughing to himself. I yeah. could. I couldn't resist it. Oh no, it's okay. They they always they always put in a. Uh, joke every now and then. Uh, we, we're like wild anyway, so we do. That's that. cool. So, how, so is that the only season basically runs from October to March, and then what do you do for the rest of the year? Uh, well, actually, I mean, it doesn't end there. I mean, in the summertime, then you do something called tendering. So you, you take your you take the crab boat, and for the like the local salmon fishermen, or, 
uh-huh. you know, they'll they'll come in, they'll offload to you, you know, because you can, you know, a little small salmon boat probably can hold about ten to fifteen thousand pounds, say roughly for like say gill netting. They'll, you know, all these boats will come over to you, and then you deliver it to the cannery so they can stay out fishing, uh-huh. and you do that all around. So, I mean, really, you could work like eight, nine months out of the year. That's awesome. Now, are you married? No, I'm not. So how did you deal with the no women up there? I heard there's a shortage of women in Alaska. Um, <laughs> and that the la- I, I, I just waited <laughs> I just waited till I got home. <laughs> because the ladies of the night make a lot of money up there. Uh, I mean uh, no comment on that, but <laughs> No comment. No comment. I love it though. So, so okay. So, like, you went there. You had never done it. You wanted to do it. I mean, it was a good thing you're from Massachusetts because at least you were somewhat familiar with cold. I mean, it's not. Yeah, the- yeah. Oh, I mean, that was definitely a lot colder. But I would say, yeah. Massachusetts is as cold as New York State. It's not really cold. I mean, he's talking about forty below. You know what forty below is like? I I kill myself. I <laughs> drop dead. I would die from even one minute out there of exposure. I go right down dead. It's so funny because like when, really when I watch it, I'm like a total wimp and. And like, if I'm not the driver in the car, if I'm the okay. passenger in the car and he's driving, I get sick, you know, motion sickness. So being on that boat would like just absolutely kill me. But it looks so exciting in the show. It looks really, really like an exciting show. And so, so you did four years, right? You were on it for four years. I did the show for four years and I was up there fishing for eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. So four yeah. years before. I love the Titanic documentary that was on your ch- channel, Discovery. I love anything that has to do with boats and water. I love the movie with George Clooney. I love uh, The Ghost of Mrs. Muir. Anything that has that nautical thing. But here's the, the funny part. I'm terrified of the water. And I feel, <laughs> no, wait a minute. And I feel that in a past life, I drowned. That's how I died. I firmly mm. believe I drowned to death. So that's why I don't go on boats. And I lived in Florida. Every one of my friends had boats. I mean, yachts, big yachts. Right, Jimmy? Yachts. And I thought, I said to Jimmy, Jimmy. That's way different than the boat he was on, though. Yours has oh, wait, like you know what living I'm rooms saying? and televisions. Wait, you know what I said to Jimmy? Jimmy, do you realize there are sharks underneath us, barracuda underneath us, alligators underneath us, water snakes underneath us? What the fuck are we doing on this barge out in the middle of the ocean? Wait, do you ever fall? Does people ever fall off the, the crabbing boats? Sure. I've never, I've never experienced like anyone falling over on, you know, on a boat that I was on. I mean, I, there was one time we took a wave that was so bad. We were swimming on deck and one guy almost went over. Mm. Uh, I mean, we got, you know, pushed around with the waves, but no, thankfully, you know, knock on wood. uh, Good for you. uh, That never happened. Yeah. How cold is that water? All I know is that if you jump in the water, they say you have about like between four and six minutes to live. Uh, oh, I, what the hell are you doing up there? Yeah, I paid you really better than Union Scale. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no. Okay, so I know because I think one thing that's really cool. Okay, so now you're not doing it anymore, Chad. I hear an echo. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, Chad? Nick. Can you turn your uh, what do you call it? Speakers down a little bit, maybe. Speakers down, or maybe should I talk? Uh, maybe uh, that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Extra. Is that better? Extra. Hello. Hello. Yeah. yeah, that's better. I don't hear it now. Okay. We okay. have we have a lot of aliens flying around in the sky. Extraterrestrial. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Every time a Mars vehicle passes our antennas, we get that echo. Okay, so okay, so now you're off the show. Um, yeah. 
got a great story, and you you you're approaching life as a motivational speaker. And I, I one thing I read, which I thought was really cool, uh, that you left the show to become a motivational speaker to inspire children to pursue their dreams, which I think is really cool. Because when I was a child, everybody squashed my dreams, and that's why I didn't start doing this till I was like almost fifty. <laughs> okay. He he yeah. want, he wanted to be a ballet dancer. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did like whatever my, your dream is. I, I, I my sister's ballet toe shoes, but I didn't yeah. want to. Be a he ballet used to dancer. put his sister's toe shoes on and dance around like a little fairy. <laughs> He'd do the dance of the. He sugar. might not even. Know. We're married. We're a Wait. gay married couple, so he, like he, that's why he, he says to, that stuff. He used to do the dance of the sugar plum fairy. No, I didn't. That's funny. I'm gonna buy him okay, for so, Christmas. So get ballet uh, shoes. Everybody, if you want to, first of all, like if you want to find out what's going on with Nick, you can go at Nick Tokman on Twitter. It's N I C K T O K M A N. Um, if somebody was going to book you as a motivational speaker, how do they actually do that? They could go to uh, my website at nicktokman.com. Oh, you know what? You should put that on your Twitter because I went on your Twitter like looking for it and it wasn't there. You should put that in your description. <laughs> okay, uh, that that is noted. Uh, I put it on my Facebook. I'm still working the social media thing, you know, and every, you know, I'm still figuring things out, but it's coming okay. together. I'll Definitely put the link have, because that's how everybody will go to say, see what you do, and that way they, yeah. there's a place to go. So I used to knock it when they did. I called Twitter twatting. I used to knock it. I said, "This is bullshit, Jimmy. Who's got time to do all this stupid crap? Where you are, what you're doing? I mean, it's stupid. It's stupid." Well, now I've changed my mind. It's not stupid. It's the only way to sell today. Ha ha, sell. Because yeah. uh, if you don't do Twitter and all that ink box, what's the other one Instagram. called? Instagram and all that crap, nobody cares. You just pushed aside as a jerk. So I do it now. I'm doing Instagram. What else do I do? You do Instagram and Twitter. I do Vine and Twitter too. and Facebook. But I think that everybody needs to know like how they would like be able to find you um, because that's like an important thing to do. And, and yeah, so no, absolutely. No, they can they can look me up. My Facebook handle is Nick Sunshine Tokeman. My my Twitter and my Instagram are Nick Tokeman. And then I have my Snapchat, which is Nick Tokeman. Do you know how to and do then- Chat. That's the one I haven't figured out yet. I'm on it. But I just, I, I, I just started. I just started trying it out. I mean, it's a little, it's a bit of a learning curve for me. I mean, okay. I just been, I just been posting up videos of like me being like kind of a, you know, a jerk to my, you know, my cousin Natalie, you know, by parking in her driveway a certain way, so it blocks her off or whatever. But just me being a goofball, I guess they, they you know, everyone likes that or just showing what I'm doing and up to. You should try Vine just as a as a like another thing to do. Vine is seven second uh, videos, but it's owned by Twitter, and so like every okay. time, every time you do one, you know you can post it to Twitter. It's for seven seconds, and and it, and you can do really cool things, and you can be like, hey, I'm Nick Tokman. Check out my website, nicktokman.com, and you can still do all the silly stuff. You just got to do it in seven seconds. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I could check <laughs> that one out. It's a good way to build a following, though, because I'm like really like I really like it a lot. I grossed out the world. We were in a Halloween store where they have all these animated monsters and uh-huh. the ugly witch, and I was tongue kissing her. And we put it on. Uh, what did we, we put, put it on? Instagram? Instagram, and everybody was going, "Ugh." Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> they didn't care for it. So be careful what you do. I, I thought it was funny, me making out with a witch and sticking my tongue in her mouth, and then her mouth was moving up and down. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, I thought it was funny, but I have a weird sense of humor. That's funny. You, you have a, um, you have like kind of. Uh, my my family was from Wisconsin, and a lot of times when you say things, you sound like you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> I, I've always I've always been told I have an accent, um, no matter where I'm at. Uh, any place up in Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, they have a. Uh, Definite accent. It's almost. I love it. It's, it's almost a colonial accent of the the early settlers that came. 
I have a Brooklyn accent because I lived in, I was born in Brooklyn where all the immigrants came. The Jews, the Italians, the Irish, they all had accents. So our speech, my speech is diluted sort of uh, foreign, anyway, what the hell? What the heck? Yeah, guys, <coughs> first of all, you no. guys, Nick is Nick. Besides, uh, is doing all kinds of interviews and everything, so everybody should follow him on Twitter, at Nick Tokman, to see all the great interviews. I read a bunch of your interviews. They're really good. You're, giving, you're getting a lot, of good, uh, a lot of good press and a lot of people coveraging it. Um, so, so how long have you, I mean, what made you decide to leave the show and be like, okay, now I'm done with this and I'm going to go tell my story he and become freezing. a motivational That's speaker. why he calls himself Sunshine. <laughs> no, that was his name on the show. Yeah, he, he should have called <laughs> themselves nick ice cube <laughs> yeah right yeah sickle or nick frozen to death so he chose sunshine don't you get it well it wasn't me it was it was my crew crew members putting it i was smiling like i was on prozac all the time so that's why they <laughs> kind of put that but right. so yeah I'm, I'm actually leaving the show because it just doesn't give me the time like to do actually the things that i want to do i mean if i'm going up there it gives me only one week in september to speak at schools one week in december and then mid-March when then they're all doing their testing. So basically, I'm out of conflict and something's got to give. So that's why I'm leaving the show because it just doesn't give me the time to do what I want to do. So No um, desire to be an actor and do film and television and stuff? Uh, I, I do plan on doing some things on the side for that. Uh, I actually am, I, I, I put in uh, my, my, uh, my foot in for uh, Survivor. So we'll see how that goes. So uh, I'd, I'd like to really try anything that like is like a challenge. Uh, a challenge for me that's something i would like to try what about like those gladiators because we don't the other night we don't ever watch it but like we were watching like the gladiator thing where they have to go through the obstacle course you know in like three minutes or whatever have you ever seen any of those shows oh the ninja one yeah the ninja that's it i, I like that show. i like that show I okay that show i enjoy that show i think the one the ones that the one that intrigues me most is survivor because it's like you're, you're you're surviving on an island with a bunch of people and you know it's you gotta you know, not, feed off the land and everything or no you got we call them coach wagons, you know, coach roach no, coach. Yes, they do. They do I know somebody I know from it. Been on it. We've had them on the I show. know somebody. They have they have doctors and nurses there. They have to have that in case you get really hurt. Yeah, and they, they also have, have crew, and they also have food wagons. No, they don't have food. Okay, wagons. Jimmy, believe it. <laughs> do they, they don't have food wagons. Yes, like, they do. What about the one where you see the people eating the roaches and the ants and stuff? That's bullshit. Those roaches are made out of chocolate. <laughs> oh, uh, how about this you get on survivor and then you can tell us after you win it uh, like what if it was real or not that way we would know <laughs> i'll do that i will do that yeah you gotta like love it they they yeah. they talked about it when if that show first came on they exposed it and they showed you how much baloney by law by union i mean by but they can't be on television unless they have anyway I don't want to blow he it for the show. Boat. He was on a boat. I don't want to blow it for Survivor. Survivor, there's nobody there, not even a camera. You're looking through the air. <laughs> you have good vision. What about like acting like movies and stuff like that? Um, I haven't really, I haven't really thought about that that too much. I'm more like, you know, I just been focusing on speaking, writing my book, and you know, uh, you know, I, I am, I guess, open to like, you know, the reality TV, you know, segment, anything that would challenge me. That that would be something that to, I would be. You don't into. want to be scripted. You want to stay real. Yeah, words, I guess. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is. <laughs> no, yeah, I know there's a silver thread. I know that, but I mean, you don't want to do a movie like playing a uh, George Washington. If I if you know if a, if a movie came my way and you know I, I I don't think I'd object to it if it was one that I I like I, I wouldn't object to it at all. 
So it's not basically just reality shows. You would be just a conventional. Basically, actor. anything I would consider it. I, I yeah, I love it. Consider it. There's the people out there killing themselves for it. And he's going to consider it. I want to see. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, how many know. actors are out there dying? They take two minutes in a in a horror movie. Either way, what are you going to do? Either way, what are you going to do? You got to love it. So, okay, so you're speaking at schools. Uh, so yeah. you're primarily, you're primarily, you're primarily, your motivational speaking is for young people. I mean, you're really yeah. looking to help help the young generation, uh, you know, with what they what their decisions are and what they want to do, like at, with their lives, and help you know and help please, support when that. You, when you speak to these young people, tell them there's a thing called thank you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That, that it's, it's not. You know, shitty or stupid or, or what's the word I want to use? Gay or whatever they call it today. Thank yeah. you is a very nice two words. We're always so shocked when we see well-behaved like young children now. I mean, that we're talking really young, but like when we're in the grocery stores and stuff, like uh, you know, like it's few and far between that the children seem like they're well-behaved. And I think that you know, when you do see a child who is well-behaved like that, you're like grateful and think that that's you know how we grew up and how things were done. And so it, it would be nice, you know, for people to know that and like for you to. Instill, instill all the values in them when you're talking about they can do their dreams and you know the, and make sure they're grateful for whoever helps get them there. Man, right. Manners are so important and we've lost them. And it's a shame because um, everybody complains like, oh, how come I did that for you and you never did it back? Because you never said thank you. Right. Somebody does a kindness for you, you say thank you. Anyway, my dog, thank you. Brandy. Listen, that's oh. our We have two rescues. Oh, okay. You gotta like love it. Okay, so everybody, listen up. We want to make sure everybody uh, follows Nick Tokman on Twitter. It's at n i c k t o k m a n. His website is nicktokman.com. He's on Instagram as also Nick Tokman. Yeah, Nick Tokman on Instagram, Facebook. It's Nick Sunshine Tokman. Nick Sunshine Tokman, and if you don't know what Sunshine is, that's his name on Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel. And if you're watching Deadliest Catch on any of the last four seasons, you'll see. Nick Tokman there, but you won't see him on the next season that comes out because he's not going to be on it. <laughs> but That's you, right. <laughs> you can book yeah. him to come speak at your schools. Uh, That's a good thing. Come speak at your schools. Come speak at your clubs. I, I don't know what all the different young you know, organizations are for children, but if you're listening and you work with one of those organization, organizations, he's got a great story. He's uh, really good at what he does, so please check out nicktokman.com. Did you ever think of of doing this in prisons i actually spoke at a outreach facility so basically high-risk teens that have actually committed crimes and that are kind of uh, there's like you know there's one local it's the holyoke safe and successful youth initiative and basically it's people you know uh people that went to jail and they're trying to you know get a good job and everything you know they're like considered high risk quote unquote so you know getting you know getting them away from dealing drugs and things like that and they're really like you know good good guys you know and, and you know good people and uh, you know that that's actually my main forte like i'd like to really um, go to like kind of like um, troubled schools and things like that or just schools that's, that don't have a big budget actually yeah, that's um, very inspirational like i think uh, that's are, a really are cool you, thing are you a doing. christian uh, i'm actually uh, i i i was brought up catholic but uh, all, everything aside, I don't feel that I'm Catholic. I'm a very spiritual person, but I'm not Catholic anymore. But are you Christian? Christian. Uh, define. The love of Jesus. Uh, I, I mean, I believe... How do I say it? I, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't believe it in, in that fashion. 
like uh, you know, a man up in the clouds or you know, kind like of a thing. One again, Christian, because my you know who Jane Russell is, the movie star legend, Jane Russell. She's uh, honestly, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, a legendary movie star. She used to go to the prisons with okay. a very good friend of hers, and they would teach Christianity to these prisoners. And Jane said. When she first went, they were rough and tough and horrible. After three months, they were on their knees praying to her and thanking Not her to for her, with her, with her, thanking, <laughs> thanking her. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, praying, thanking her for bringing them to Christianity. I'm an atheist, so I mean, she couldn't work on me. Right. So, you know, I believe in aliens, <laughs> extraterrestrials that came here thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. I'm spiritual, but I'm not. I'm not like a born again. My the rest of my family is. But I think that what you're doing, my sister's is, born again, is She's very insane. I think it's very inspirational what you're doing. I mm -hmm. think it's very motivational. I think that you're. Uh, I like the fact that you know you've 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 acquired celebrity and you're actually doing something to give back to the world and and the community and 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 help just help. Basically, you're helping the community. So I think it's very very cool. And I uh, wish you all the luck on it in the world. We think it's fantastic. How do you Thank you very much. How do you connect with your spirituality? Actually, I think it, there was a book I read. It was called uh, The Mastery of Love by Miguel Ruiz. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of my favorite books, but it kind of like changed like my per perception of things. But the Toltecs and Teotihuacan in Mexico, uh, Teotihuacan trans uh, translates out to be where men you know, become gods, not in the egotistical form, but... Uh, they believe like we're all kind of like connected one, you know, we're all one together. And the Toltecs believe you can create your life like a masterpiece of art. And uh, and that kind of that kind of impacted me, that book. And there was, there's a lot of elements into it. But when I went up to Alaska, I just kind of noted, noticed like the connectedness like between everyone. I mean, example, I mean, it's just like, you know, basic karma. I mean, you could see like even, uh, you know, the, the boats in the harbor that were really great and, you know, they were, you know, successful, like the captains, they were doing what they loved, you know, because they enjoyed doing it. You know, they treated their crew well. And like, you know, you could see their boats like in really great shape and nice. And then, you know, the boats that were kind of skimming people off and everything, there was just, you know, the, you know, the boat wasn't in like the best of shape. And you could just see, you know, people interacting with everyone. Like, I guess like you can see like karma working and everything to that. And uh, I guess being up in Alaska solidified a lot of my uh, my thoughts and everything. Karma is a good way to look at it. Well, goodness goes a lot further than negativity or badness. So yeah. I've learned, and I'm I'm 76 years old. Yeah, I'm in the business 52 years, and I've seen it all. And the people that were aggressive, nasty, or smug, or smart, or deceiving, or deceptive, deceptive, haven't gone anywhere. The people who, who were generous to each other in our field, and one actor generous to another actor while filming, that film got a better review and that actor became a great star. Uh, the actors that were selfish and, and mean and did deceptive things to hurt the movie or the other star didn't go anywhere. So my feelings are, and an advice to everybody out there, if no matter what business you're in, do it on the up and up because underhandedness burns you back. Big time. Yeah. Well, this round comes around. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You, you can't fool anybody. You think you're fooling yeah. people. You don't fool. You're fooling yourself. I agree. Be I, nice I to so everybody. Too. Be honest. You know, don't be mean because it doesn't pay. Right. I agree. I agree. Karma, 
karma, what goes around comes around. All right, so yeah. here's what we're going to do because we only got like two minutes left or so. Oh. Um, all right, so fun. first of all, we want to thank we want to thank Lee Runchy from Chrome PR. First of all, hey Lee, we love you. You guys follow at mm. underscore Chrome PR underscore. Thanks for sending us this guest. And Lee's the woman. Lee is she's just fabulous. And you did an interview with Eileen Shapiro too, right? We love Eileen. I did. Yes, I did. She's like our favorite. We went to New York with her on Saturday. We just she's, love her to death. She's my lover. Yep. I love her to death. Yeah, she's. Oh fan. yeah, no, she's a good egg. She's oh, yeah. definitely a good egg. And everybody follow Lee Tokman on Twitter. It's, I mean, Nick oh, Lee Tokman, Jesus. Nick Tokman on Twitter, N-I-C-K-T-O-K-M-A-N. And uh, anytime anything big comes up that you need to promote, let us know. We'll uh, bring you back on. And we wish you all the luck in your new motivational career, speaking career. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. Best, best yeah, you too. All the best. Yeah. Have a Bye-bye. good day. Bye, Bye. now. Nice fellow. Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy, but that's some that's some hard work. Chad, that's have you ever seen that show, Chad Deadliest Catch? I did used to watch that. Yeah. that I watched I mean, it. I couldn't that's anymore. That is a hard thing to do though. That's a tough that job, no doubt. A tough I, I job. Couldn't, I couldn't stand the water and the coldness. I used to feel it I was being bad under covers and I'd feel cold and ugh. You gotta like love I it. I hate ice and ice water. I don't like cold water. It's really wild. So And Florida water, you know everything is in that friggin' ocean. Bites you. That's right. <laughs> I never went in the Florida ocean. I school pools. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> One time I read that a pool a, a, a alligator went in somebody's pool. Well, that just happened kid, last week, you kidding me? Oh again? And the children ran out of the house at like kids and they jumped into the pool and the alligator was there and the mother saw it and she dove in. Oh what a mess. Yeah. Just uh, but recently at Disney World, they had a gator grab yeah. a grab yes, a toddler. That, that, that was terrible. That yeah, so a warning on the beach. Common thing. Which is some lawsuit. Those kids are set forever. Uh, this is terrible. <laughs> well, you know, there's a positive again to a negative. What the an kids, ending. <laughs> they attacked, by, well, they made some lawsuit. Disney was paying for days. They I'm settled sure. right away for millions. I'm sure. They, it, they were wrong. If I was in that water and an alligator bit my ass, I'd sue Disney. Like they wouldn't believe how I'd sue them. You know, they're supposed to protect people. If you invite people into your adventure land and you're not protecting them, then you're a criminal. I think you're right. It's the happiest place on earth, not the deadliest place on earth. Exactly. And, right. those, and those are children that were being attacked. <laughs> That's right. Get they you. were my kids. I'd go blow Disney's ass off, his corpse. I'd dig them up and I'd shoot them on the head. Anyway, okay, hold on. So we want to th- thank everybody. Chat room, what's so what's up, you guys? Thanks so much for tuning in. Iris Ginger, Iris, Lady Lake, Sharon Leah, Dave from Stars Now UK. I'm not sure who else is in there. Uh, Drew King, Cindy Lady Lake. Uh, I don't know everybody who's been in the chat room. Hope you enjoyed the show. Cherie Golub, Keith Golub. Um, we had a really good time. We want to thank our guests, Nick Tokman and Drew Ross. Check out Drew Ross's music and follow him on Twitter at Drew Ross Music and check out Nick Tokman on Twitter at Nick Tokman. Um, also, make sure you check out uh, our articles in Huffington Post and Get Out Magazine. And next week we have Amanda Weiss coming on. She's awesome. I can't wait. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a great show. And uh, Chad, where are you playing this weekend? Well, we're doing mostly Lauderdale. We got a Thursday night gig at Aruba Cafe and then uh, a personal backyard party uh, somewhere in Fort Lauderdale. Awesome. Are they gay? I don't think so, Ron. But you can still come. 
Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Everybody, Later, everyone. <laughs> Chad, thank you so much. You're a rock star. We'll see you guys next week. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Beige, punk, you're one of one of me. Jimmy's top new celebrity. We'll take you 